Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. All right, well, we're here at the Snake Pit. I'm Sin Bodie. That's D'Lo Brown over there barking at some of our beginner students. And that's Jake the Snake over there barking at other students. There he is over there somewhere. I can't see where he is. You got He's him. barking and yelling. <laughs> so what we are here uh, to do at the Snake Pit is teach wrestling students from scratch and or advanced wrestlers that want to uh, figure out their devil in the details. And, uh, you know, if they know how to do a moonsault and all that jazz and all sorts of fancy moves. We'll help you figure out what, where, why, who, and what, and what, and what, and what, and what. And when you think you know that much more, we'll show you a little bit more of what. And uh, as far as Fantasy Slam, which is in the same studios here, that is basically a fantasy uh, camp version of pro wrestling. So if you're a lawyer, a plumber, an astronaut, a doctor, a construction worker, somebody that's you know hardworking person that always loved uh, pro wrestling and uh, doesn't want to go train to be a pro wrestler, but would love to kind of kick being in the ring off of their bucket list and this is the place for you you know we'll treat you uh very safely very respectfully we'll have a lot of fun tell you some road stories we'll show you some moves and uh and if you're uh, feeling frisky we'll have a match and we'll keep you super safe whilst we are having that match let's expand on that a little bit that fantasy slam how how long is it is it is it like a week long is it a couple days Fantasy Slam is a three-day camp, and you come in uh, on the first two days. Me and Dila will do all the heavy lifting. We'll show you uh, safely what to do depending on what you are capable of doing. You know, we joke and say 18 to 81 is the age limit, so you can be totally, totally uh, many, many, many laps around the sun. You can be falling apart. We'll still keep you safe. If you're feeling young, and if you're young and you're feeling frisky, we'll do a little bit more with you. But either way, you know, you'll get to walk the walk, talk the talk, and be in the ring. And depending on what you're doing, uh-oh, I think there's yeah, a snake around the corner. There yeah, he is. He's going there right he for the ear. Don't let him bite you. I'll let, I'll let him pass you off to Jake. We'll, we'll, we'll all play hot potato with this phone here. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. This is a disposable phone. <laughs> That's good. Hey, guys. We might have to get rid of it after you get a hold of it, Jake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Why wouldn't I? I'm doing what I want to do, man. I mean, 
in the snake pit while teaching these young folks how to do something. So, so who you talk? Who you who you teaching tonight? Hell, probably my damn self, man. I learned something each time I come in here. I say you got. I was told by a very old wrestler one time: the day you quit learning, you should take your boots off, put them in a pile, and burn them, because you should learn something every time you get out there in that ring. That's the truth, really. You know, you gotta you gotta gauge each person, and that's what I'm learning now. And teaching these young kids, sometimes you got to slow it down. Sometimes you got to speed it up. Sometimes you have to speak their language, which is really tough, you know, because you don't know exactly where their head's at. So, you know, all those years of wrestling and judging crowds, now I'm having to judge these young kids. That's paying off, man. But I'm having fun doing it. I think some of them are learning. We got some bright spots. We got some rough spots. We got some guys that want to be managers. Fine. If that's what you want, I'll show you the best I can on how to do it. And that's all I'm here for is to do my very best. You know, I mean, all those years, those guys taking the time to show me little things. It's the little things that make stars, man. It's not the big things. Anybody can get on top of a damn ladder and jump off on their head. I don't think a great wrestler takes a freaking idiot. Bottom line, Jack is Jack. Never mind. Okay. I, I want to teach these guys the right way to get the most bang out of what they're doing and make it look as real as possible. I still believe in real. I still believe in it's exposure to the business when you give somebody three freaking clotheslines. Give me a break. If I give you three clotheslines, guess what? Neither one of us is tough. We're both pussies. We both shouldn't be annoying. That's just the way I feel, man. But we're doing this, you know. We we got the fantasy slam thing going on, which is really cool, man. We've had our first group of guys come through, and uh, they had the uh, the unbelievable experience of being in the ring with Ricky Steamboat. I speak from experience. There's no greater ride than riding with Ricky. Gentlemen, man, it was, it was it was really nice, and uh, just to watch Ricky and watch Ricky talk to these guys. It gave me a good feeling that I was part of that, making that happen. Even though I wasn't in the ring, I, I was still part of the, the equation, you know. And to to give these guys an opportunity to be in the ring with me or Ricky Steamboat or, dare I say it, even Animal Road Warrior. Okay, I said it. I didn't mean it, but I said it. But there's a couple other guys that they're going to learn from, you know, and uh, – Facilitating that, man, is a great thing. I think that um, in time, we're going to be putting some people out of school into the squared circle in the big time. That's just what I believe. But the Fantasy Slam thing, man, that's for everybody. That's not that's not for people that are training to be wrestling. That's not even for people that have that in their mind. This is for people that know that they're not ever going to get there. But they still want that experience of doing that interview, putting the gear on, cutting the promo, and getting in the ring with maybe one of their heroes, man, or somebody they respected and what they did. You know, and they can, we put that all in, in tapes and stuff, you know, and we tape it. They send, cuts it up all nice and pretty, makes it even look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> that comes from the two days of training that Sin Bodhi and D-Lo put them through. They, they, they spend a couple of days just getting a couple of holes in and they can actually make look pretty decent. And then they have their match. Well, their match is not very much, but they're going to get those two holes in. They're going to get an experience of a Ricky Steamboat chopper. Jake Snake uh, short arm clothesline. Some of that stuff's going to hit home. They might even get a DDT, and dare I say it, I might even be obliged to put the damn snake on them. What the hell? I might have to. I might have to decline that if I, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> oh yeah, you would. Okay, let me give you D-Lo, man. Hold on. Here right. comes D-Lo. Thanks, Jake. By the way, check my podcast at man. Yeah, Jake the Snake. Yeah, he's got his own damn podcast. Man. What's, the, what's the name of the podcast? Unleashed. Say that. Unleashed. Say it again. I think we got cut off with the with the background. Unleashed. Jake the Snake Roberts Unleashed, man. Awesome. Check it out. JakeTheSnake.com. JakeTheSnakeRoberts.com. 
You can find all the gadgets and gadgets you want, bro. Here he is, Sin Booty. Hey, buddy. He's back. <laughs> all right, so what do you think so far? Oh, it's it's amazing. I mean, the, the experience that these guys are getting, I'm sure. I mean, you got, what, over 30-plus years just with Jake, you know, and then and you and, and D'Lo another 17, 20 years. We, we did the calculations, and it works out to 85 years even. <laughs> That's incredible. You can't, have, yeah. what, you can't ask for better than that. Then you got guys like Ricky Steamboat coming in. I mean, that guy was, you know, absolutely amazing in the ring. It's one of the most smoothest in-ring competitors I, you can't learn from anybody better than than you guys well you've got three different eras of wwe style wrestler yeah you know we've all that's true 80s all 90s the, and 2000s yep all, all different era <laughs> you know we've all had different very different careers very different uh inner workings within those careers different matches within those careers different, different landscapes of the wrestling scene within those careers so you know all of our uh, successes and all of our failures you know are learning tools for these students you know whether they're brand new or whether they're advanced especially if they're advanced and you guys have seen you know you've been on the independent scenes you've been in the majors with wwe and, and tna and everything so you know all the different aspects of the businesses and the different styles that you see all over the world and you get to teach those, teach that to all these guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, on top of all three of us being super duper handsome, you know, we're very patient. <laughs> we really want to create a, a good working environment, you know, a safe working environment. And we're, you know, we really want to preach like the only dumb question is the question not asked. You know, uh, you know, we all came up in, in a, in, and even though our three generations were different, we still all kind of came up with a lot of fear. So it was a very aggressive way to learn in all three of our landscapes where we don't want to give them, you know, we don't want to tenderfoot anybody here, but at the same time, you know, we don't want to destroy anybody either. We don't want to scare them or, or overwhelm them. We want them to learn. And I always just, I think about the karate kid, man, no, no bad students, just bad teachers. We want to show them the right way and you know how to conduct themselves and not be, you know, not stab each other in the back and just, just learn psychology and learn how to work well with each other and make money together and make adventures together and make fans, you know, walk away happy. We want fans to spend their hard-earned money on quality matches with quality wrestlers that know how to put on a quality show. Well, you can, yeah, and you, can, you can't be a great wrestler without having a great partner to dance with. So you gotta you got to work together in the ring. Absolutely. It takes two to tango, and we really want to, you know, we want to teach – brotherhood as much as ring psychology you know there's a there's a lot of shark infested waters out there and you know we'll, we'll teach you how to deal with that stuff i mean those are again part of our successes and part of our failures you know we have to learn a lot of hindsight and we'll give that to these students here like they're under our protection they're under our umbrella and we'll teach them you know how to stay safe both in the ring and backstage so so if these guys ever get out of line do you, do you bust out the black belt and give them any uh, karate kicks or anything like that <laughs> no, no. They're, first off, they're not at that level yet. This class <laughs> looking at today is beginners, so no, that would just would not be fair. But uh, they're, they're they're learning that you know if they do something wrong, that's a great learning tool. A mistake is a great learning tool. If they repeat that mistake, then there's some push-ups, maybe some squats. You know, I think Dilo may or may not have chopped a wrestler or two in here. You know, but for the most part, it's just as long as you're learning, we're happy. What kind of uh, what kind of training do they go through other than you know in the ring? Do, they, do you guys make them like run laps outside in the hundred degree weather? Or... Well, I mean, you know, their physical training is on their time. They're supposed to look that's on their time and dime. You know, we're here to give them the mechanics and the psychology. It's up to them to you know chisel their bodies in the gym and so forth. And we actually have an on-site personal trainer. It is a pro wrestler. His name is Vic Devine. He was uh, spent a lot of time in OVW. Uh, he was an East Coast wrestler. But the great thing about him is he's 40, I believe, and he looks great. He's chiseled. He looks like a million bucks. And so he understands what it's like to be in shape at 20, at 30, at 40, and do it while having a wrestling career, where a regular personal trainer might not know how to understand what you're going through as a pro wrestler physically so Vic is a perfect person to help train here at the gym get guys in their shape <laughs> I keep on getting a snake still uh, sneaking snakes. behind it he's just waiting yeah. to, he's waiting to snap on you gotta be careful yeah, those I'm snakes turn you back over 
Jake, while I get to, oh, Jake, Jake's adamant to stay at the ring there. So I'm gonna stay here with you for a minute, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little peek. See if, sorry, the screen is small, so I can't tell what you're getting and who you're oh, getting. But no worries. I'm seeing some, I'm seeing some hip tosses, back and forth, some shoulder tackles. Oh yeah, lots of good, lots of good stuff. Wrestling. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so if the the trainees that come to your facility have to understand that. It's there. You guys are going to teach them in ring stuff, but there's a ton more that they're going to have to do outside the ring with staying in shape and different cardio and, oh. and getting to the gym. There's, there's a ton of work that gets to have to get put in to, to be a pro wrestler. Absolutely, man. There's so much, this is being a wrestler is a 24 seven thing. You know, you got to eat right, go to the gym, you know, think about visually what your character is going to look like, you know, costuming and so forth. And, you know, just so many things, studying promos, watching matches, like, we sort of preach these guys to study tape, not not unlike a football player studies game tape. You, know, you got to watch these things, not just while you're doing the dishes or petting your cat or texting. Like you got to sit down and study this stuff. This is a, a sweet science, you know. And, and what we're teaching is what what some of the old school guys would refer to as the lost art. You know, a lot of stuff that you don't see a whole lot of on WWE today or some of the modern shows. And we want to mix it with modern stuff. Like we're not so old that we have to say, back in my day, you know, we're very progressive and, and we understand that the wheel keeps moving forward. So I think to arm everybody with every aspect of this business, new and old, classic and progressive, and everywhere in between, I think that is our strength. You've, uh, you might just, yeah, I, can, I can sum it up like Bruce Lee. Use anything. Everything is a weapon. Everything. Everything is a weapon and, and slow down is the, is everything yeah. I get to, I get to hear. Um, you've, you mentioned, uh, ring attire and, and promos and stuff like that. Uh, you've had quite a different amount of characters through your time. Do you have any suggestions for people for what they should, what kind of outfits they should wear and how their promos should go? Well, that, that's uh, it's a great question, but it's very open-ended because everybody should be unique. With me, I was always Sin in some shape or form. Uh, not unlike Undertaker coming to WWF back in the day. He, he was always Undertaker, but he was a mortician. He was a cowboy. He was a biker. He was a devil, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And back to a, back to a cowboy and all these things. So it was him just in different, different shades and layers and versions and styles and tastes. You know, so, so me as Sin, I've always been Sin, but you know, whether I was a spooky guy or a, a devil guy or a biker guy or a clown or, you know, circusy guy or what have you, it was always, you know, pretty scary, pretty daunting and, uh, you know, very colorful. I always believed in that. I love, I love theatrics. I think, you know, if you want to see normal stuff, just tune into the news. If you want to watch superheroes and supervillains, tune into wrestling. You know, wrestling to me is live action version of a comic whether you're a Stone Cold character or a Boogeyman character. You know, some are maybe a little bit more outrageous than others, but they're still caricatures of themselves, creating characters nonetheless. I think that's one of the key things I, I always take away is there's always got to be some element of yourself in that character. It's, it's somewhere, because that's where it truly hits you. Absolutely. I am a legitimate circus drummer. I was a carnival freak, carnival sideshow performer, whatever you want to call it. You know, so it is not a far cry to do what I do. I remember laughing the first time I ever met Brian Cage, you know, 100 years ago in Florida when we were both working for FCW, the developmental system for WWE. And I remember he came over and he was like, man, I love your gimmick. I, I looked at him as I was hanging upside down doing sit-ups in a gym, with bare feet with like green polished toenails and, you know, bleach blonde hair and this and that, half a beard and whatever, whatever. And I just looked at him and I just said, what, what, what gimmick? What do you mean? And he just giggled and goes, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and we've been kind of buddies ever since. So, so, you know, you should really adopt these things. Like Jake is Jake the Snake 24-7, you know, and I don't know how healthy that can be. But, I mean, in, in some ways, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable as Sin than I am, you know, in real life as Nick. You know, just a guy named Nick. Why would you pay a ticket to see that? You know, like I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch the Peter Parker movie. I want to watch the Spider-Man. That's right. That's kind of cool. So uh, about promos, do you guys you guys teach that at all at, at the at the academy there? Absolutely, absolutely. We have on top of uh, the wrestling class, we have manager class, ballet, referees. You know, everything is important. I've done so many shows where they just stick a guy in stripes and he's a referee and he doesn't know much more than how to just stand there and be a decoration. Referees are pivotal in a wrestling match. A wrestling match between two guys is a three-way dance. Two opponents, one referee. 
The referee is important. He officiates, or else why is he there? If the ref doesn't give a shit, why should the wrestlers and why should the crowd? You know, if the bad guy is doing something dastardly to the good guy, the ref needs to intervene, and the villain needs to take that seriously so it conveys to the audience. You know, there's so many different layers. And then for managers, you know, what you're not just showing up and just being in a snazzy suit and that's that. Like, there's a ton of things to know. Like Jim Cornette or Jimmy Hart or Luscious Johnny Valiant or Bobby Heenan, Freddie Blassie, all these guys, they don't just, Jim Mitchell, they don't just show up, stand there and look neat. They have a purpose. They're there to do something. They're there to get heat for their, uh, their clients, whatever you want to call them, their wrestlers. You know, maybe if the wrestler's not overly great at doing a promo, the manager speaks for them. You know, there's a whole ton of different kind of reasons why a valet or a referee or a manager or a ring official or what have you needs to know what they're doing and not just be a human decoration. Sure. And you mentioned you mentioned some of the greats managers that are out there. And if and then you said, you know, you got to watch the tapes of these kind of guys, especially if you're going to be a manager, because that is what they do. They don't just stand there. They get the crowd into it. They, they draw the heat for the bad guy or even the good guy you know, if they're on the good side, but they're, they're working the whole time. They're standing by the ring. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, as a kid, I just wanted to destroy Jimmy Hart. I thought he had <laughs> such a big power that I wanted to shut that guy up and I couldn't stand him. And man, he was doing his job. Right. And as silly as it sounds later on, I grew up and now I'm in this wrestling business. I'm pretty good buddies with Jimmy Hart. In fact, I'll, I'll name drop right now. And look at, look at these lockers. Look at, look at who decided to show up. Jimmy oh, Hart. There's Jimmy Hart. You know, so, so that kind of caliber of guys that are going to pop into this school and help out. Like we had Ricky Steamboat in here. We've had uh, Kikutaro. Lots of guys popping in here, helping out. Um, this is an establishment for knowledge. And like I said, I mean, you'd have to be a fool not to take advantage of it if you have that opportunity. If you're close by or if you wanted to make a trip to Vegas and make the best of it, man, I would have killed for this opportunity. Three different you know, different levels of WWE guys, different eras of WWE guys under the same roof every week at your disposal. Holy crap. You know, I would have killed for that. Yeah. And how many, how many days a week are you guys doing this? Is it every day? We have our we have our, our normal classes, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, 6 to 9, and then we do private lessons and other different, uh, you know, specialty classes and what have you. But as far as our just our regular basic classes, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, six to nine. And the, fa- and the fantasy slam, how often is that? That depends on when we book. Um, that is a three-day camp, and there's usually about one a month, and we're going to try to get up to two a month, three a month. But right now, uh, we've had uh, Ricky Steamboat. Our first camp was with Ricky Steamboat. Our second camp is with Jake. That one sold out already. We're- Looking for another camp with Jake. We've got two camps with Gangrel and Jimmy Hart that are already sold out. Actually, one of the one of the Gangrel ones is sold out, and the other there's room for another one. Uh, if you go to the website, which is fantasyslamprowrestling.com, you can email and get all the information. And you can also create your own camp if you want to get in the ring with Hacksaw Jim Duggan or Boogeyman or Scott Hall or whomever. You know, you sort of put in the request, and we we price it out and let you know. Okay, this is what we can do. This is when it will be. You know, so forth. We can have you know, we can have Scott Hall in the end of uh, August. We could have you know Tommy Dreamer uh, in December. It just depends. You book the course, and uh, we set it up, and we get to it. That's pretty amazing. I, that's yeah, that's outstanding. You can't you can't beat that. Well, I mean, we figured we were just trying to figure out what, how we wanted to do this at the beginning, and. The Ricky Steamboat camp went phenomenally. It was so cool. And we, as wrestlers, are trying to do something unique with with the fans and give them that experience that has really never been done before. So we have to sort of work out the bugs and figure out, well, what can we do? What can't we do? What's going to be, you know, entertaining? And I'll, we don't want to intimidate. We want people to we want people to walk away feeling like John Wayne, not walking away feel like some little you know ichabod crane or something we want to give people like that fantasy like if you if you're paying to go play guitar with gene simmons or somebody like that you know you're going to do a rock and roll fantasy camp or a hockey fantasy camp you know wayne gretzky could still skate circles around the average bear but he's there to make you feel good he's there to you know you know skate that puck with you up and down the ice and have some fun and give you some memories that's exactly what this is you know like i was joking earlier like whether you're 18 81 you know, we'll keep you safe. We'll have fun with you. 
And um, it's just, we're very proud of being able to offer this new terrain. And I'd like to think we're all out of the box thinkers here, me and Jake and Dilo. And, you know, that's exactly what this is. You know, guys like Kevin Sullivan and Dr. Tom Pritchard, all these guys, they're, they're ready to go. They love the idea. And we're looking at fans, looking up these camps to come in and do that. Uh, it's, it's an amazing idea. And uh, how did you guys, did you, did you just kind of, kind of come up with three days as being the, the limit? Or would you think about expanding the days? Or is three days kind of enough for people to be in the ring and they might be pretty worn out after three days? Yeah, we had to kind of figure what would what would the average bear be comfortable with? What would he enjoy? What could he physically take the days off of work to come to Vegas to do this and so forth? Uh, we figured three days simulates, you know, a three-day class week for a wrestling school. So there's enough of that. But depending on how many people want to come in and do a certain camp, you know, we'll tailor it. And depending also on to, like, what star we have coming in, some guys can do more or less. Like, we've got Gangrel coming in, and, man, that guy's the workhorse. He is a big, scary, very fully yeah. functional vampire who will actually be super sweet to the fans and be super nice, and he's a great guy. And we wouldn't book anybody in here that wasn't going to be anything less than professional and polite and safe. Um, but, you know, then there's other other legends, you know, certain guys that can't do you know, what they could do back in the day. And they're, they're there more for, like, the sports nostalgia of it, like, you can get in there and wring the arm of so-and-so or this or that. Or, you know, we will have a lot of fun and figure out what you as the fan can do and what the superstar can do and what we can do together safely. Guys like me or D'Lo, Gangrel, you know, even Jake. Like, he can, he can go when he wants to go, you know. So it's really what the fan wants, what the fan is capable of doing, and we will deliver those dreams. Jake mentioned when I was talking to him that he would uh, he'd be willing to give people a DDT and probably put the snake on him. And I don't, that's one thing. There's no way. There's no way I'm doing that one. <laughs> well, you know, hey, there's there's some some masochists out there that are probably itching, itching to get that done. I mean, it's, right. it's proof that camp sold out and another camp starting starting to fill up. So, so we'll see how that all all goes. But I think too, like I mean. It might be kind of scary to stand across the ring from a road warrior animal. It might be better just to pose with them, get some face paint put on you, and wear the spikes and all that stuff. But, yeah. you know, if it comes down to clothesline and hammer, you can get clothesline or what have you. I'm, I'm sure if, if, uh, if the, the fantasy camper is feeling frisky, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, if you're getting married and you're bringing your groomsmen and your best man wants to know what worms taste like, we'll bring oh. boogeyman. We'll make that happen. Let's not. Let's keep the boogeyman away. <laughs> There you have it. There you have it. There you have it. It's a lot of fun. This, that's what this business is. It's a ton of fun. It is possibly the funnest thing in the galaxy. I don't know. You know, and we want to share it with, with people that might not ever get a chance to do this otherwise. So I'm going to give you here. I'm going to give you to Dilo while the students are taking their water break and uh, he can give you his two cents worth. All right. Thanks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always 
use your head. What's up, dog? How are you? Oh, awesome, D'Lo. How you doing? I can't complain. Well, let me get out of the ring here so I don't get stepped on. <laughs> I was I was the workout. Are you getting a hell of a workout in there while you're training these kids? Oh, you got to get a hell of a workout in. Got to, you know, got to do your work so they know you can still go. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you guys can still go. Don't tell anybody though. It's a secret. We'll keep it. We'll keep it up. We'll keep it on the D'Lo. It's on the D'Lo between you and me and nobody else. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's okay. Nobody listens anyway. <laughs> All right, dogs. What's so, going on? How you doing? Oh, doing awesome. It's it's absolutely incredible to talk to talk to you. This is a, you know dream come true for me, man. I'll tell you. Uh, I appreciate it, man. My pleasure. You know, I you know as much as I'd love to talk. I'm sure you've talked to everybody about your career. Let's talk, why don't we talk about what you're doing right here with with uh, Fantasy Slam and, and the Snake Pit. Well, the Snake Pit is you know is our you know obviously you've heard from Jake, you've heard from Sin. This is our uh, our little project here, our little school. We're trying to you know help give back to the business and, and create that next generation of, uh, of stars and superstars. So, I mean, we're trying to pass on our knowledge and, and, and try to do something productive with what we've learned over the years. Um, so we've got, you know, in here, we've got various talent levels, ages, genders, you know, um, we don't discriminate in any way. If you can, if you want to be a star, you want to learn how to do this, we'll take you in and do our best to teach you. That's pretty amazing. And are you you there every day? You guys have the have the camp. I think it's a few days a week. Uh, the, the the fantasy camp. That's not three the days a camp, week. I mean, sorry, the snake the pit. Yeah, the snake the snake pit is open. Um, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, five days a week, and we run about three hours a night. And we just we do everything from the basics all the way up to um, promos, video study, um, ring psychology. We teach you all across the board everything. Do they, uh, when you guys have the people in, do you guys split them up by their experience levels? The certain days have the certain experience guys in there, so that way you're not kind of crossing over? Absolutely right. We kind of separate for experience level until everybody gets caught up on the same page. And then sometimes when I'm in the ring with some guys and Sin will be on the floor teaching some basic fundamentals or, you know, if, if Sin's in the ring, then maybe I'm on the floor talking promo or something with talent. So we keep similar talent level and experience level together. And then as you mature and matriculate up, we, we move you into the class. So you teach them, you, you teach promos too yourself? Everything. You do, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll teach promos, I'll teach interview techniques, everything. Anything you'll need to be a professional wrestler, you'll learn here. What's the, what's the basic uh, starting point for if I wanted to cut a promo or anything? What would you, how would you recommend learning how to cut a good promo? You need to know the basics and talk about who, the what, the where, and the why. If you learn those four things, the rest is just entertaining yourself and just know to tie the story up. So, you know, who you're wrestling, when you're wrestling them, where you're wrestling them, and why. And if you get that in, that's the basic fundamental of any promo anywhere. doesn't matter if it's a 20-minute promo or a two-minute promo. That's the basics. Do you, uh, do you teach – I know you – uh, Sin was talking about you guys teach managers and, and valets and stuff as well and referees – do you get do you for promos and stuff like that? Do you do you do anything different for guys who want to be managers to try and teach them a little different on how to get more heat or anything? Yeah, manager promos are a little different because you're putting someone else over and you're 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 really talking about two other individuals or in a tag team for other individuals. But yeah, you teach them how to get heat, how to talk, how to put their their prospective client over, um, how to build up or tear down their opponent. So yeah, you you teach different techniques to depending on who they are. I talked with Sid about, uh, you know, we watch, watch a lot of tape, you know, you need to, you need to go back and study and watch all the different types of things. Who, who would you recommend to go back and watch for, you know, good for, to be an in-ring good wrestler and also for who makes good promos? Um, see, I'm an old school guy. I'm an old NWA guy. So, you know, in-ring work, I would say, you know, guys like the rock and roll express or, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, those guys who really had good work rates. Um, I was just, you know, guys like that who had good technique, good work rate. Um, and then promos, you know, you got your flares, you've got your dusties, you know, guys who can tell a story um, on up to, you know, your Steve Austins and even your John Cena's who can tell a story and convince you to leave your house and go out to the arena and go there live. 
and that's the art of the promos to convince someone to leave their house and come watch you live. So uh, I would suggest going back and watching old NWA stuff. That's just my that's what I grew up with. So I, I noticed you didn't mention any D'Lo promos in there. Come on, man. Uh, D'Lo, D'Lo can't talk for crap. Oh, you better recognize. <laughs> come on, D'Lo. You better recognize. <laughs> so, um, what do you got? What do you, what do you, if when you're in the ring with these guys? Is there like a main initial thing you kind of teach them on how to get started? Um, I think I think in any wrestling school, no matter where it is, the first thing you learn is the the standard back bump. Uh, I think that's where you start. Um, that's one of the harder things to get past and learn, and it's initially one of the most painful. Um, and then once you go through your series of bumps and it's, you know, maybe ropes or stuff like that, but initially it's learning your, uh, learning your way to, to, to bump, you know, safely. Sure. We got, we have a local promotion here in in Milwaukee called Bruce city wrestling, and they started a thumpers den wrestling Academy. And it's, it's headed up by uh, the beer city bruiser from ring of honor. Mm -hmm. And we, we talked to him a lot and he, he mentions that, that that's, you know, the first thing they teach is is how to how to take that bump, that initial bump, and it hurts like hell. But once you take your first one, all the students say, once you get past that first one, you feel a hell of a lot better. Yeah, it, it's it's a bit, it's a mental hurdle as well as you know a physical one. And yeah, it's the foundation of of any starting school, and it's it's a hard thing to do. Um, yeah. Your innate fear of falling backwards um, <laughs> is not something that people want to do. Uh, or like to do, um, but once you get past it, once you get past the mental hurdle, it um, it goes by pretty easy. And now, uh, you know, I could, I could probably pass you around any guys in the school. They don't even think about the back bump anymore. It's just second nature now. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. Once you once you get past it, you're good. <laughs> you, can, yes. you can do it every time. So what's it like, uh, you know, you guys all together? You know, we I think Sin mentioned 87 years combined, I think, you guys total. You know, you, yeah, Jake, and Sin, you know, how amazing is it to work, all you guys to work together? It's so cool being around, first of all, being around friends that you, you've traveled the road with or ran into in locker rooms or various parts, someplace in the world. And then to bring it all together and, and then once you start bouncing ideas off each other on what to do and how you start teaching, it's very cool how you're very similar with, you know, my teaching style is very similar with Jake's teaching style. And, very similar to a sin's teaching style, and it it's amazing, amazing, amazing when you start brainstorming with each other. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, I've not been or anything like this in terms of a school. Well, and you guys got three three different decades of like styles and three different types of psychologies. I think between you guys, because you know, y'all three, of you guys are very different in the ring. So I mean, that that gives the students so much so many different things to learn and different styles yeah. to take from. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Cause you get the best of, of, of multiple worlds. And, you know, Jake has got, he brings that old school, a lot of knowledge in and, you know, sin and I are kind of, you know, sins a little bit right after him, but we're still that new era kind of thing. And yeah, it, it gives, it gives the students a, a whole different platform to go from. So talking about just real quick on your career, did you have anybody that you love to wrestle against? Uh, my favorite of all would be X-Pac. Um, he and I had had, uh, had great matches together. We had fun in the ring together. And, you know, I, I, could, I could wrestle him right now and we'd probably have a good match. I was going to ask you, get him down to the, to the facility there. You guys can have a match. I may have to drop a line to him and go, come on, Pac, come on down, let's have fun. Come on, have him come down, teach the kids a couple moves, and then you guys have a little shoot match? Come on. Okay, you never know. We can sell tickets. Maybe we'll put some butts in seats. Right? There Who you knows? Go. I think you could, I could, you could easily fill that, especially in Las Vegas, man. <laughs> well, he's in, he's in much better shape than I am, so he might run me out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a couple laps outside, maybe. We'll get a couple squats, we'll get your back in oh, shape. Let me, let me start now. <laughs> Water. Yes. But all right, all right, let me get back to teaching class here because uh, I got some kids who are uh, like eager time. to learn. Yeah, sounded Say like hi, back in the ring. Hey, students. <laughs> we got some kids eager to learn, so let me get back to uh, yeah. to torture them with back bumps. Oh, 
I'm sure they love it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Uh, yes, that's pretty much it is. Thank you, sir. May I have another? All right, my friend. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, Dilo. Appreciate it. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm happy to be back. Happy to be back. So I hope we are uh, giving you a fun taste of our shenanigans. It's absolutely amazing. I I can't imagine what it's like in there for the students to learn from you guys. It looks the facility looks amazing, and they've got the best teachers they could ask for. Well, this is a, you know, this is a new school, but it's funny that it's it's funny to say that it's a new school because the coaches do collectively have eighty five years of <laughs> wrestling right. experience, so. I think, you know, as we have new students, like brand new students coming in the doors and we have advanced wrestlers that are coming here to, you know, maybe correct uh, bad habits, learn psychology, a lot of wrestlers. There's a lot of there's a lot of decent schools out there that can mechanically show you what's up. Um, sometimes there's some mistakes going on, but we've had really advanced guys come in and do something and we're like, you know, that's mechanically wrong. And they would say, well, that's how we were taught. And we would say, well taught wrong <laughs> you know and we'd show them something better we wouldn't like talk crap about it we would just say hey try moving your arm here or doing this or doing that and they're like oh my gosh that feels so much better that feels so much safer like ta-da <laughs> five years opens the light <laughs> do you guys get a lot do you, get, do you ever get guys that are like kind of bigger names on the independent scenes or anything that, that come in just because they they need some help with with working on different moves and sets yeah we we're quite uh, familiar with bending the ear of, you know, up and coming guys, guys that are just really getting their groove, you know, that are starting to be indie darlings and they're learning how to get over and stuff. And those are the eager guys that have that initiative and they pick the brains of any road guy that will listen, you know, and I, I always tell young guys in any locker room that I go to, whether I'm in Vegas or Cal, you know, LA, wherever, Memphis, Cincinnati, you name it. San Juan, wherever I am, I tell these guys, man, every time a road guy comes into that locker room, pick their brain until they tell you to go away, you know, like soak up that knowledge. And they do. And I'm happy to talk to any younger dude or even just even I, I end up talking to advanced guys and they're like, oh, I never thought of it like that. Man, how'd you think of that? Well, you know, when you're a student of Jake Snake and Dr. Tom and Al Snow and Dusty Rhodes, man, I think you can't help but, you know, get a little bit of knowledge via osmosis or something. Right. You know, it's got to rub off on you just a little bit. Yeah, even yeah. If you if you don't, you wasted all you wasting your time. I mean, you, you got to learn every time you get an opportunity to talk to guys like that. We have a a local promotion here that brings in a lot of Ring of Honor stars, and when we talk to the indie guys that wrestle there, and they say, yeah, every any time one of those guys is is here, I sit there and, and talk their ear off to learn everything I can because that's the way to learn the best. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's what I did back in the day. I mean, I remember having. You know, guys giggle and finally be like, all right, kid, that's enough knowledge for you. Get out of here. You know, <laughs> your Barry Windham's or your Jerry Lawler's or, you know, Rock and Roll Express, so to speak. You know, all these guys, Steiner Brothers. Our Road Warrior Hawk was super cool. You know, I mean, I wrestled him and man, I, I wrestled him and I, I think I'd been in bar fights that hurt less than wrestling Road Warrior <laughs> Hawk. He'll have some cool stuff to tell you, you know, and he meant well. He's a great, great dude backstage. He just brought his shit in the ring, you know. Um, but learning from those guys and feeling what it was like to be in there with those guys. And, you know, I've been in guy in the ring with guys that are feathered light and I've been in there with guys that hit like a ton of bricks, you know? So I know what I want from my worker. I know what I want to give to my worker and I pride myself on being very safe. And I'd rather you lay it in and make it look good. But, you know, I'd much prefer us to, you know, do some moving art for sure. And that's the way I like to teach, but I'm not also going to teach people how to be tenderfoot and, you know, not expect to not get hit. I mean, this is wrestling, not ballet, as they say. How do you go about, um, I've, I've heard different styles of when you get in the ring and, and you want to tell your story about the different moves you're going to do in the ring. Do you, do you call it all in the ring? Do you like to lay out certain things beforehand? What's your technique? What's your style on that? I like to accommodate whoever I'm in the ring with. So if they're comfortable, I'm cool. That's how I roll. You know, if you want to talk about everything, nothing, something, or anything in between, I'm your Huckleberry. 
I think explaining something that is maybe complicated and potentially dangerous, I think, you know, that's always a safe bet. Just just being a little bit on the same page, but then going out there and feeling it. Like, as far as you'll hear me or Jake or D'Lo all say, you know, we think and we think and we think and we're, you know, out and about. We're doing our groceries. We're in the shower. We're getting our oil change. We're making sweet love. We're doing whatever it is. And we're still thinking about wrestling, thinking, thinking, thinking about spots, about psychology, about promos, about character, about this, about this, about this, about that, about that, about that. Once we get in the ring, we feel what we thought. Nice. And you said nothing. Yeah, it's a twenty-four hour, it's twenty-four-seven job. You got, you got, you're always yeah. thinking about it. Absolutely, and you know, your imagination is a wonderful thing. And once you trigger it to the point of being a psychologist, in-ring psychologist, man, it's as much of a curse as a, as a blessing. And you can't turn it off, even if you want to. Like, I'm a pretty straight-edge guy. You know, I like the odd glass of red wine once or twice, three times a year. You know, I'm every other other blue moon. But my drugs and alcohol are movies, television shows, because it's the only time I can zone out and not think. Like, I'll think about spots and promos in my sleep. I'm running errands, thinking about spots, thinking about this, that in my sleep. Like, I'll wake up tired from having thought too much. I can't turn it off. The, the hamster on my wheel is perpetually blown up. You know, so that's how I escape watching a movie or a TV show. Like, if I get home after a long day and I look at my girl, I'm like, gotta watch TV. <laughs> I'm Jones and Bristol TV. And she just gets out of the way and it lets me turn on the TV and I, you know, Netflix my way into oblivion. That's how I rest. You know, so as a wrestler's wrestler, as an old road hooker, as we would say, uh, my brain is always on. So I can't help it, you know. So if we can, if we can, very good, D, if we can, uh, you know, teach people how to think, how to feel in that ring, then, man, their their choices and movesets and so forth, it's going to be infinitesimal. What's your favorite uh, go-to Netflix movie or TV show? What do you, what do you watch? Fringe. I'm a fringe guy. Fringe, Blacklist. Uh, I like Dexter back in the day. Um, lots of stuff. I just watched American Gods, which is phenomenal. Pretty damn awesome. Really? Um yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, my fiction is angels and devils. Uh, just anything kind of on that on that fringe, so to speak. I love supernatural. I think that's playful and clever. You know, it's a little bit silly, but it's interesting. I love leverage, kind of the modern day A team. I think that that was a, a fun show for me. Um, and I love superhero movies. I'm a big nerd for superhero movies. I'm a big character guy, is what I am. Like. You know, when I was a little kid, I was, I was stuck in a rural house uh, quite a bit by myself. And I had my face in a comic book or watching wrestling on TV. And, you know, that was my that was kind of my world. So uh, growing up, I still probably that little kid sitting in, in my house alone, you know, watching wrestling, reading a comic book. That's sort of what I bring to the wrestling ring. Like guys like Jake will tell me that I'm, you know, so out of the box and so ahead of my time. You know, I'm just a giant child with a fun imagination. And I and I think, too, I think I'm going to die poor because I think that's what it means when somebody says you're ahead of the time. I think it just means I'm destined to be a, to be a, you know, not reap the benefits of my, my life story after yeah. I'm long gone. People, people, people appreciate it in 20 years after, 20 years after you're gone. That's for... right. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, I mean, like you're asking about advanced guys that, you know, picked our brain over the years. I mean, you know, like. I won't say that I created the whole thing, but I had a pretty heavy dent in creating the Bray Wyatt character, you know? So there's uh, there's guys that I've helped create backstage that people wouldn't realize that, you know, me and Eric Young helped create Crazy Steve, um, helped break in a ton of guys in the ring, like Axel Curtis and uh, Jack Swagger, just so many other dudes, you know, guys that I helped had their first matches. You know, I probably had Swagger's first chunk of matches and he was you know he was always a big boy and he was always tough as nails you know amateur wrestler and stuff but having pro wrestling matches with a guy that has so much strength and technique but not knowing what to do with it you know that's a challenge for a trainer uh, take guys like swagger for a spin because guys like dr tom or dusty Rhodes would trust me with them they would trust me to be patient trust me to teach them so forth so i've done accolades of the, the accolades from in the shadows of helping break in a lot of these guys or create these guys. You know, Ray Wyatt's fictional finishing move, Abigail, is actually from my legit life. 
That is a shoot story for me. I remember him asking why I, I called my butterfly DDT Lulabelle. And I said I named it for my uh, miscarried sister, Sarah. Fictional name because I didn't want to you know, upset my mom. So I named it the dumbest name I could think of, which was Bruce Willis's kid, which was Tallulah. <laughs> but essentially, my move was named after Sarah. I was originally going to call it the Night Sweet Sarah. Ray Wyatt, uh, Husky Harris, Wyndham Rotundo, whatever you want to call him, asked me at the time, why would you do that? Why would you name that? And I said, because her, like my opponent, wants to take that move, they're not getting up. And he thought, oh my God, that's so stiff, that's so harsh. And next thing you know, Abigail. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> We've got uh, PC Tunney dialed in here. That's uh, my partner here. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good. I didn't agree to talk to this guy. I got to get to teach class. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've ruined the whole thing. And that, and that about wraps it up. <laughs> yeah, you killed our momentum. We got we to gotta go. Signing out. <laughs> uh, God damn it. I did it again. They called me the cooler for a reason. <laughs> Podcast killer. Town killer. Right. Have How you, you doing, man? Getting, uh, have you guys talked at all about the wrestling school yet? We're, 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 yes. We have for, for a few minutes. <laughs> We've been live on color uh, from the live training session here. So yes, we are. Uh, we were talking about the school, and I believe Jake uh, was talking in depthly about Fantasy Slam as well. I do believe I heard out of the corner of my heard out of the corner of my ear. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but my psychology is better in the ring. We than understand that last sentence. Well, I'm just going to let DPP continue here, and I'll uh, I'll just jump in when I got a, a good question for you then, because I'm I'm not really sure what you guys have been, uh, what kind of topics you've been on, but we do appreciate you guys coming on, and we know you guys got good stuff going on out there. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I had to I had to drop uh, I had to drop him. He's uh, he's ruining our buzz, yeah. man. You're all good. I should get uh, rolling because we got to get into the ring. Um, I've snuck. Uh, Away from not being in the ring until till now, so we should uh, should get to it. You have some steady, uh, constant updates on how these students are coming and about new camps and and so forth. That would be awesome. Yeah, if we can get you back and and you know we'll we'll get you on and we can keep talking about how everything's going and, and what camps you got coming up and you know obviously they're selling out quickly. So you know if there's more stuff people want to know and and who's coming up that you're going to have that they can sign up for. We can certainly talk Absolutely. about that. Um, you know, and you can you can hear the guys smashing behind me. <laughs> yeah, to say and, and go give D'Lo a break or you know, give him a hip toss out of the ring or something. Let him go get some water. It's all it's all good. But yeah, we've got a lot of <laughs> lot of great uh, guys ready to go. Road Warrior Animal, Kevin Sullivan, Hacksaw, uh, Scott Hall, just a ton of dudes. We've got Gangrel and Jimmy Hart. Uh, those camps are almost full. But I think there's a spot or two left. Um, we're aiming at about six people per camp because we want to keep a, the experience intimate. Um, the next Jake camp in August has a couple of spots open. The one in uh, June, or sorry, the one in July is uh, is full up. Um, but if you just go to fantasyslamprowrestling.com and you can uh, email in for any details. And again, you can create your own camp. If you want to get two or three or four buddies together and you say, hey, we want to get Scott Hall or hey, we want to get, and you can pick whoever you want, you know. And between me and Jake and Dilo, we pretty much know everybody in this business. So it's nothing for us to call up. It was funny, like when I was first doing this and our, our one business guy who is not a wrestler at all, he was our silent partner, our, our business you know, administrator. And he was like, Hey, what do you think it'd be like about, what do you think about getting Scott Hall? And we had a couple calls about Scott Hall. And I said, here, let me find out. And I called Scott Hall. He's like, Holy crap. You have Scott Hall's phone number? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Yes. I, I, I don't know if you know this, but I was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, you know, I kind of know stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, it's some, like some friends. Yeah. So, I mean, the camaraderie will be, evident the fans will have fun and again if you're a fan and you want to live your dream you know pro wrestling fantasy camp fantasy slam is the way to go and if you're a wrestler whether you're a beginner or you're an advanced and you want to you know fine-tune what you're doing you want to stand up and not just be another guy on another show doing a bunch of stuff if you want to be you as opposed to a bunch of the others then give us a shout come on down we'll uh, help you out we'll see what you got and we'll tweak and twist and and poke and prod and make you uh into the best version of yourself sounds awesome so before we let you get into the ring and teach these kids 
is there anything you want to plug Twitter, Facebook, um, where they could find you or D'Lo or, or Jake? I know he mentioned his podcast. Um, you, know, you mentioned this for, for uh, the Snake Pit Pro Wrestling and Fantasy Camp. So, uh, is there anything else, Facebook, Twitter, that you want to you want to throw out there? Yeah, again, I'll give you the the website for Fantasy Slam is fantasyslamprowrestling.com. On Twitter, it is Fantasy Slam. On Facebook, it is Fantasy Slam. And uh, for the Snake Pit, it's Snake Pit LV on Twitter. And on Facebook, it is The Snake Pit Pro Wrestling Academy. But you can find all of that info on any of uh, our individual Twitters, on my Twitter, Delos, Jake's. Jake is Jake Snake DDT. Delos is Delo Brown 75. And mine is Sin Bodhi, S-I-N-N, Bodhi like the tree. Awesome. It was, uh, you know, an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, You know, I'm sure we'll, hopefully we'll have you back on as, as you get a few months down the road or something maybe, and we can learn how everything is going and, uh, you know. That would be out. awesome. I would love, love to give you a progress report on yeah. the snake pit and the fantasy slam. That would be lovely. I don't, I don't think we could get enough. If you, the more, the, the more often you call the better. <laughs> well, and you know what too, it's funny. Like, as like as we were talking earlier and as we, we all travel, we all do take our bookings and what have you. And, uh, Every locker room across the land, you know, guys bend our ear and ask us tips and advice. And they're like, holy crap, we never thought of it. Like, holy crap, this is awesome. Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. You know, so if you're a wrestler and you want to learn from us, you know, we take our bookings out and about. But if you want to get, you know, a three-day camp or a month-long camp with us, if you want to take private lessons, you want to take one-on-ones, you know, whatever the case is, like, we will hook you up. And we will make sure you walk out of here with the knowledge that you need and deserve. That is that is the place to be, right? Las Vegas, Snake Pit. Uh, hey man, what what a great place to come train. It's not like, you know, I trained in the in the frigid cold originally. You know, I could see the white of my breath. Uh, I could see the, the 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 pipes would have been leaky if it wasn't for the ice holding the drips against the wall. <laughs> well, here it's beautiful Las Vegas. The amenities are brand new. The facility is awesome. You're basically training in a palace. It's gorgeous. Uh, I can't. I, I couldn't have asked for a better place to, to train. So you know, again, whether you want to live your dreams as a fantasy camper or whether you want to follow your dreams as a pro wrestler, man, this place is awesome. Nice. Did you train up in Canada? Is that where you originally? Trained? I originally trained uh, the same school as Edge and Christian. Uh, I trained with uh, Ron Hutchinson originally. That's where I learned my first like mechanics, and then I hit the road, and then I learned under Jake and Al Snow, Doctor Tom, Dusty Rhodes, and uh, I was lucky because. You know, I looked like a big, scary guy. I was a big, scary guy. I was flashy. I didn't just look like a, a glass jaw guy to be fed to a name, but I was still just a, you know, cheapy, no nothing, you know, body to put in there with some name guys. So some promoter somewhere didn't have to pay for two name guys. So I would see the benefits of being in there with, you know, the Greg Valentine's and Rock and Roll Expresses and King Kong Bundy's and Steiner Brothers and Road Warriors and just the list goes on and on and on. So, I mean, I just soaked up that knowledge like a sponge. Yeah, I learned the hard I mean, way, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I was I was quite normal until I wrestled Dino Brown a few times and he hit me with a steel chair really hard. And I think that's when I maybe got a screw loose. You know, so maybe it's all his fault or maybe it's all Jake's fault for being, you know, that, that, that sadistic kind of a character. I don't know, but it's a lot of what I've done is probably a lot of D'Lo and Jake's fault. Well, it'd be interesting to see you guys in a you know triple threat match there one of these days in, in the Snake Pit. Well, that see sounds, comes out that on sounds top. good. To book that. <laughs> yeah, let's make it right. happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. But if I don't uh, if I don't see everybody listening to this podcast on a wrestling show somewhere soon, I will hopefully see you guys at the Snake Pit or the Fantasy yeah. Camp. Sounds awesome. All right, I'm gonna go hop in Thanks. the ring. So, Simbody, your Warlord of Weird, over and out. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.